Hey there, welcome to another episode of Monday Moments, the show in which we take a deeper dive into Sunday Sermon. With me today again is Pastor James, and we are wrapping up our series on the will of God. So thank you so much for uh, being here with us today. Uh, Excited to kind of wrap up this series. Mm -hmm. Um, Real quick, before we get into our discussion today, if this is your first time joining us, please consider hitting the subscribe button and the little bell icon next to it to be notified every time new content is posted. And without further ado, we'll jump into it. Yeah, uh, We wrapped up, as I mentioned, the Will of God, sort of mini-series, uh, about yeah. three, three weeks, um, talking about the Will of God. What does it look like um, to hear, to know, to do the Will of God? And I think this Sunday, um, if I had to give it a title, is Embracing God's Will. Mm-hmm. Um, and you talked about Esther, um, yeah. specifically that story and how... Esther was placed into a situation not of her own choosing. And um, I think in the church world, that story can often get romanticized. Uh, We focus a lot on the, oh, you were born for such a time as Mm -hmm. this. And she saved her people from uh, annihilation. And those those things are certainly true. But what we, I think, gloss over or miss is the horrible circumstances into which she was put. Um, You know, an orphan... Uh, raised by Mordecai, and then all of a sudden put into the king's harem. And, and when we stop and really think about what that meant and what that looked like, this was not a good situation. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's interesting. <clears throat> and you use that to sort of illustrate how God can use these things for his purposes, mm-hmm. even though they might seem um, unglamorous, confusing, tragic, um, you know, bad, whatever descriptive word we want to, you know, associate with these circumstances, you know, and it was solely because of Esther's beauty that she was Mm -hmm. chosen. And so um, I guess what stood out to you as you were preparing for this sermon? Yeah, I I think that one of the big things, and we talked a little bit about it yesterday, um, was this idea of coincidence. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we... I think a lot of times when things happen, we we write those things off as just a coincidence, or you know, I I I earned this or whatever it is. When the reality is, is that when when we are living in God's will, and 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 in in many ways, like even outside of that, like God uses certain things to. To, mm-hmm. to turn us and to shape us and to, to lead us and to grow us and develop us into uh, what it is that he desires. And I think that there's a lot of times in Scripture where um, we can write things off. You know, I, I mentioned uh, Haman and Mordecai yeah. and, and, and understanding like the, the genealogy of these two men um, was something that predated their interaction with one yeah. another. And, and how oftentimes, um, even though we don't, we don't see it. Um, how oftentimes uh, God is is using things around us that that may seem like coincidence. They may seem like a stroke of luck or whatever whatever people want to refer to it sure. as. Um, but recognizing that God really does like use these things in our life to to bring about His will. Yeah, and I think there's something comforting in that that, you know, life isn't random. Mm -hmm. It isn't coincidental. God uses these things. Um, That doesn't always mean he causes everything that happens to us um, or everything that we go through. Sometimes things are 
<clears throat> the result of living in a broken world. Sometimes they're yeah. the result of our choices, you know, just the progression of things. But especially for the Christian, yeah, God orchestrates and orders our steps and, you know, will use things that we go through, good or bad, to bring about yeah. his purposes. Um, and I love the point that you made, um, you know, our... Involve, and I'm going to paraphrase because I don't remember verbatim how you said it, but basically our response to God's calling isn't for God's benefit. It's for our benefit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like if we say no, God's will is suddenly derailed and yeah. it's not going to happen. It's it's no God is inviting you to be a yeah. part of what he's doing because it's for our benefit, whether mm-hmm. it's our, our own growth, our own transformation, whether it's for, you know, um, somebody else in, in our life, whatever the case might be, it's it's for our benefit. And I just thought that was yeah. a really good point. Yeah, I, I do. I, I think it's, it's funny when, uh, we, we tend to think of ourselves more highly than we yeah. ought, I think is what the scripture says. Yes. And, um, there's this assumption almost at times that I'm the only one that God can use for this. And, and that puts us in the place of authority. Mm-hmm. And, and that would be, uh, th- that can be very detrimental to a person. I mean, we begin to think that, like, if if somehow, like, we don't do this, that God is up here sweating it, yeah. and like, oh my God, well, what am I gonna do? And yeah. and the reality is, is that yeah, he is. He's always he's he's always inviting us to be a part yeah. um, of what he is doing. And and when we when when we refuse those things it's it's us that pays the price it's not his will it's not his it's not his kingdom certainly you know when when we avoid those things it, there are things that we can do that that it, it causes suffering around us mm-hmm. and it may delay some of these things um but god is always at work around us and and the beautiful part of it is that this this great creator mm-hmm. invites us to be a part of it. Yeah. And and we can't forget that. Like the right. moment that we forget that, we we put ourselves in the position that says, I'm I'm the only one. Yeah. Like it, either I do it or, or it doesn't get done. Yeah. I'm God's gift to yeah. earth, you know, yeah. to mankind. Yeah. 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 And that's a dangerous place to be. Yeah. You know, talking about um, you know, God using circumstances and and it being a part of his plan and his will. I think we all know, and, and I know you know from just your life growing up, that there are things that we go through and encounter in life that are tragic, that yeah. are really, um, I mean, very difficult. I mean, objectively, anyone would look at it and say that was a horrible thing or, yeah. or a tragic thing or, you know, uh, again, whatever negative adjective you want to apply. What do you say typically, you know, you counsel a, mm-hmm. a number of people, if someone comes to you and says, was it God's will that my child got sick and died? Mm-hmm. My spouse got cancer. You know, my yeah. <clears throat> I lost my job. I, you know, again, any number of really tragic situations. How do you respond to that? Yeah, that's it's that's hard. I mean, obviously, because um, we all face that. You know, pain is pain is the result of things not going the way we want them yeah. to. And you know when it when it comes to God's will, I think that there's a couple of things. I think first, sometimes we we assume too much. We assume mm. that we we assume that we understand um, God's complete 
will in mm-hmm. things like we we assume that we have this <clears throat> this beginning and end picture uh, of things and and the reality is is that oftentimes um, I only know what to do in the moment and uh, you alluded to it a minute ago but the the scripture that says that God causes all things to work together yeah. uh, for the good it's there's a there's a process in all of that Philip Yancey talks about pain and he he refers to pain as the gift that nobody wants yeah. and and it, because pain changes us, like it, we 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 have to adapt when we experience those things, and it 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 makes us think differently than we would before. And you know, the unfortunate part is that we live in a fallen world. Yeah. Like death and suffering was never a part of God's. Like that wasn't what He created man for. He didn't create him for death and suffering. He created him for life. Yeah. And um, and, and Adam and Eve made that decision in the garden, and all of a sudden it, it introduced this thing in. And yet, over the years, God used that to shape His people and to cause His people to uh, to to draw close to Him. And and because we're fallen, we we tend to constantly drift from those things. Mm-hmm. And um, and and it's in that drifting that we oftentimes experience that pain. And so it's it's hard when we say, you know, was it God's was it God's will for these things to happen? Well, um, I, I, I wouldn't say, yeah, no, it was it was God's will that you know this specific thing should happen or that specific thing should happen. I think it's the I think that's the wrong per- I think that's the wrong question. I think the question is, Lord, what do you want to do yeah. in the midst of this? Yeah. Like, Father, how do you want to use <clears throat> this in my life to? Uh, to change things. I think that, I think that suffering and sickness and illness and death and all of that is a result of, is a result of original sin. It's that, that's where all of that comes from. The question is, God, can you now use this to do something in my life? And, and that's the causing things, all things to work together. He's, he's taking all of this and he's exerting his will on these things will will I submit to it yeah. you know will I allow God to use this to bring forth something in my life yeah yeah and I think it it is like you mentioned it is a hard subject to really tackle and especially because we want to make sense of senseless situations yeah. and senseless circumstances and we want to tie up the loose ends and we want to you know, apply logic and reason to it, but we're not, we're not always given the full picture yeah. right away. And it's really difficult. And it doesn't make the truth of God's word any less true. But at the same time, it it should give us at least some hope that for, again, yeah. for the Christian, there's no such thing as pointless pain. And, yeah. and that doesn't take the pain away. Yeah. And I remember a friend of ours, when his first son was really, really little, he explained it to me in, in such a pretty beautiful picture of saying, like, I don't like it when my son gets hurt. But at the same time, when my son does get hurt, I have an amazing opportunity to just hold him. I can't take that pain away from him, but I can hold him and I can comfort him. And we can have this moment that we wouldn't have had it any other way or any other time or circumstance and you know you you know i know so many people who have said 
this part of my story, this situation, the circumstance that I went through was incredibly painful, incredibly yeah. tragic. And yet I know God in a way that I wouldn't have known him any other way. Yeah. And, and I, I, yeah, I, and I think that that, that comes back to like where this all began with this yeah. series was like, do I trust God? Right. Like that, that has to be in every situation. Like that has to be the question. Yeah. And, and, and if I don't, if I don't trust God that I'm really at that point, like I'm left to my own solutions yeah. and those things. But if I do trust God, there's, there's a part of that of me that has to surrender my, um, not my desire, but it has to, it has to surrender, um, understanding a yeah. lot of times. Yes. Because I, I think that there's, there's in everybody's life, I, I think there's things that we are going to, like, we're, we're going to end our time on this earth and still not understand. Mm -hmm. But when we get to eternity, it says that all of those things will be made clear. And yet what's interesting is that I think that there's probably going to be quite a few things that we think that we understand that we're going to get to heaven and go, I didn't understand that at all. Yeah. Like I, I had that completely wrong. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that there has to be room for that in, in God's will to just say, um, you know, Paul, Paul made the statement. He said, some of these things are just too wonderful for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, and he, he looks at it and he's like, gosh, there's just a, God's purposes in all of this are, are, are far greater than, than I will maybe ever comprehend. Yeah. Um, and so some of those things, I just have to trust him. Yeah. And, and I think that when, when we talk about God's will coming to this place that says, father, I trust you. Mm -hmm. I trust you in this incredibly tragic moment. I trust you in this situation. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's not even just a, a tragic moment. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a huge blessing mm -hmm. that, that still requires us to come and say, Father, you've given to this to me now. Now I trust you to show me what to do with it. Um, and and so, yeah, I mean, when it when it comes to the hard things, we do. We, we strive to understand. Yeah. Um, and I think that sometimes we get in trouble mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. we we fight so hard for that that we we read we read into God's word things that aren't there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. In just kind of wrapping up, yeah, um, we have heard a number of people express how timely this this series was, how important, and how how much it impacted them. If you had yeah. to sort of guess, you know, <clears throat> why this was such a timely message for people, yeah. um, what would you say? I, I think that I think that in the in the place that we're at in the world today with the last two years having been what they were, there's just a, a tremendous amount of uncertainty. Yeah. Um, I think that, I think that it is in people's hearts to get moving again. Yeah. And, and, and I think that we've, we've kind of been stuck for a while. We've, we've not known, we've not really been able to make plans and we've been in this place of, of not really knowing what's coming next. And so I think in a lot of people's hearts, they're like, it's, it's time to get moving again. And so there's this desire that's like, but what do I do? Mm. Like what, what comes next? And, um, I, I think that it, I think it resonates with people in that standpoint that says we, we want to, we want to move forward. We want to make a difference. We don't want to be, we don't want to be stuck here anymore. So what do we do? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I know that for me, especially like just being able to sit with this for 
a, a number of weeks. It's it's got me excited about moving again. Yeah, and I don't want to. I don't want to camp out here anymore. Like yeah. I'm, I'm ready to, ready I'm to ready go. to get going, and I'm ready to move. And I, I think that's, um, I think that's what's in the heart of a lot of people. Definitely, is like it's time to, it's time to move. Yeah, so which, let's move. Which is exciting. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, yeah. thank you so much for taking some time out of yeah. your day and uh, talking with us. Thank you so much for uh, watching another episode or listening to another episode of Monday Moments. We hope you got something out of this. And if you did, please consider uh, letting us know. We would love to hear from you. You can drop that in the comments, send us a direct message. Uh, Any way you want, we would love to hear from you. Again, if this is your first time listening, watching, uh, please consider hitting the subscribe button and the little bell icon next to it to be notified anytime new content is posted. Thank you again so much for watching another episode of Monday Moments, and we will see you next week.